Well, we're going to talk today. We're going to finish up on casting not your confidence away. You know, your confidence that you have in God. And if you don't have confidence in God, I believe that the Lord will speak to us today. Because he wants to teach his people how to not have confidence in man. Because man will fail us if we can only get that through our skulls. Amen. When you are a Christian, if you're a real Christian, your first alliance is to God. Amen. And not man, because man, we all have frailty. Amen. We have frailties. And our, our thoughts are not God's thoughts. Our ways are not his ways. He's already told us that. And so we know not to put all of our hope and our dreams in a person. We owe that to God. And see, God's not going to let that work. He's going to allow that to fail because that's wrong thinking. The Bible calls that double-mindedness. Amen? And a double-minded man is a man that's unstable. The Bible calls you unstable. What's double-mindedness? You think one way one day. And when things are good, and then when things get tough, you think in another way. Amen? Or one day you hear God's voice, and the next day you do something dumb. So you have to put your hope and your faith and your confidence in God. But the way of the world nowadays, they put their hope and trust in my buddy, my friend. That's just the way it is. Because that's how Satan runs his kingdom. It's not based on faith in God. It's based on trust in my friend and who has problems probably even more than us. Amen. And so we are limited in, in problem, problem solving. But God is sovereign. He doesn't miss a beat. Amen. And he knows what he's doing. And so when you go to God, there's always a, a, a happy ending, so to speak. But we cannot put our faith and our trust in man. And this is what God wants to stop. Amen. So the Bible tells us to cast not away our confidence in God. Because after a little while, it says he will give you the promise. Amen. But he wants to teach us how to get from point A to a little while, that space in between, point A and point B. And so he wants to teach us how to rely on and depend on him and not so much man amen hallelujah now if you are uh, in a marriage that's different the two work together but the two married people still give honor first to god together amen so that god can make that union stronger amen but you still have to go to god and not what you think or what you feel you know, we have the Bible says the just shall live by faith, not by what you see, think, or feel. The just shall live by faith. Amen. Hallelujah. So, in other words, the word is telling us to endure hardships like a good soldier. A good soldier endures. A good soldier doesn't give up time something goes wrong. Amen. A good soldier endures. For we are to have a great assurance of the things we do not see and the conviction of their reality. For we are to have great assurance 
of the things we do not see. In other words, you have faith in what you cannot see. You can see people. That's why God don't honor that. Amen. I'm going to say that again. For we are to have great assurance in the things we do not see and the conviction of their reality. So those things, the, the word of God, things that God makes happen for you to have faith. Can you see faith? No, but you, you know that you have it. You either have it or you don't. Amen. But we tend to rely on what we see, what we can what people can do for us, we have faith in that. And God is clearly, his word is saying, do not have your assurance. Don't get your assurance from what you can see. But get your assurance from what you can't see. Get your assurance from what God has promised you. Don't get your assurance from what you can see. Is that making sense to anybody today? Amen. Hallelujah. For our faith or confirmation... Or title deed. So in other words, your faith is your confirmation or your title deed to something. It's your title deed to those things you hope for. Are you here today? Amen. So in other words, these things or faith or your title deed to something does not come from the the seen realm. You won't get, sometimes you won't get any, um, any kind of encouragement from the natural. But your encouragement comes from what God is telling you. Don't nobody care about the natural. We only care about what God is saying. And that's where we should put our faith and our hope and our trust. Amen. So our faith is a confirmation. Your faith is a title deed to what God has promised. Your faith is a title deed to to what's to come. Your hope is in God. In other words, it's okay to hope in God. Take your hope out of man and put it in God. Because man is under God. Amen? See, when we do that, that's called pride. And pride comes before the fall. When you have all the, the faith and the hope and the trust and you put it in another individual, then that's called pride. You're in pride because you're neglecting God. You're stepping past God and going to man. When the Bible just told us that take no confidence in the natural realm because our confidence should not be in the natural realm. But our confidence should be in what you cannot see. So in other words, your confidence ought to be in the hope of your faith, in the hope of what God has promised. There's no more power there than what people can do for you. Amen? So really, it's a decision that you have to make based on what you believe. Amen? What you perceive. Hallelujah. Where your, where your faith and your, your stability and what we believe on is not revealed through our senses. That's why God says take your confidence out of what you can see. Because that's not where your, God doesn't reveal your hope through a man. 
He doesn't reveal what he's going to do for you in the future through a human being. And I already said, he doesn't give you that hope through our senses, what you can see, what you can taste, what you can feel. God don't work like that. He gave us our senses so that we can navigate through this natural world. But that's not how he talks. That's not what he does. Amen. And God doesn't need people to help him do anything. All he wants us to do is be obedient so that he can bless you. Because that's the only thing that gets a, a blessing is obedience. He can't bless mess. Amen. So he blesses our obedience. So our faith is our confirmation or our title deed. In other words, if somebody gives you a deed to a car, it's yours. Or a deed to a house, it's yours. So if God, if faith is a title deed, it's yours. But you got to believe that. And it's not going to come from what you can see, think, feel, taste. What's, what is it? Eyes, ear gate, eye gate. It don't come like that. Your confirmation does not come like that. So it's like this, so we have to trust, learn to trust. And it, sometimes it's, it, it will challenge you, but you have to learn how to trust God. People don't know him, that's why they don't trust him. They don't acknowledge him because they don't know him. Amen. It's, it's Greek. And the Bible also says the carnal mind cannot understand spiritual things. And so if you have a carnal mind, you can't understand the things of God. That's why. Amen. So in other words, I put this a different way. In other words, by faith, we understand that the world was framed by the word of God. So in other words, this world was constructed and came into being not by natural means, not by what you can see, think, or feel. Are y'all here today? But this world was framed or this world came to be through what you couldn't see and that if the world was framed this way we're not going to get anything else unless you look to what god is doing amen it won't come the natural way now you can get things in the natural by your own doing but we're talking about getting something from god something where you don't have to pay taxes on it don't have to pay back because when the devil gives you something, you know, that, that stuff, you know, somebody going to give you, what do we used to call that? A hookup. Hookup don't last. I remember years ago, this was over 30 years ago, my uncle was living, or 40 years ago, and he bought a TV. At back then, it was floor model TVs. And so some man had sold him this TV, and he was just talking about it, and he was so happy about his tv and how much he paid for it they, when they delivered it and he went to plug it in it was no inside no guts just the you know what i'm saying so that's why i see that's a perfect example that you can't get nothing from the world that's good amen then he wants to look for this man you know like he's going looking for him with his gun and all of this stuff you can't find nobody a con man they know how to get in and get out and go home. <laughs> it's a long list of them con people. You can't, you can't find them. Amen. And so that's what I'm saying. 
you can't get see this is how the devil is he takes your money just like this morning with those people he'll take your money and it's just an investment loss because at some point or it doesn't last long you can't get insurance on it that's why you can't get insurance on hot things it's just as is amen i'm just telling we just talking so it's best in other words what i'm saying is best to get your stuff by faith Amen. It's best to get your stuff from God because you have that blessed assurance that this thing is going to last. Amen. It has uh, more natural life on it than what you would get elsewhere. The hookup. Amen. So by faith, we understand that the world were framed with words. Nothing in the natural, nothing tangible. The world came to be with words and you can have what you say amen now a lot of people try that without the the uh the holy spirit backing them up they're just words but if you're trusting god then you can have whatsoever you say you say now that word frame mean arranged so this world was arranged and set in order it also means set in order so this world was arranged and set in order and complete with nothing lacking by God. In other words, and that word uh, frame means fully ready. So in other words, all God did is said, let there be light and there was light. Let there be darkness and there was darkness. Let there be mountains and hills and the mountains and hills were set in order just by his words. Amen. And so this is what the Bible is saying. That mere man cannot create unless you're trusting God. Amen. Now you can say, well, we're going to go out tonight and get us this or that, you know, after we knock over this gas station, you know. I mean, that's the only way that can happen if you're not trusting God. But if you are trusting God, you can do exactly what God said. You can frame something with your words, but you have, but it takes faith. Amen. And faith is not what you can see, think, or feel. Faith comes from the inside. Amen. You and God having faith in what his word says. Having faith that what he says will come to pass. And he says, speak a thing, and it will be so. Amen. But it doesn't come from the natural realm. It comes from, that's why the Bible says, have faith in what you you, you know on the inside what your hope is, but you don't have faith in what you can see, with your natural senses. So let's go to Hebrews 10. Hallelujah. I'm hoping that heat is off. Hallelujah. Hebrews 10, verse 35. And it says, Therefore do not cast away. Or fling away your confidence, which has great reward. See, when you have confidence in God, it, you have great reward. Amen? Your reward is in your hope in Christ Jesus. Your reward ain't in hope in man. Man can't bless you. He can say it with your mouth, with his mouth. Amen? Hallelujah. Now, if you're a Christian... You can bless one another. But if you're not, there's little blessing you can do. Amen. 
Therefore, do not cast away or fling away your confidence, which has great reward. Verse 36 says, for you have need of endurance. Amen. So don't, in other words, endurance, you got to hang into the end. You can't give God a deadline. That's why you have need of endurance, because he wants to prove himself to you. Amen. He wants to prove that he, who he is in your life. So you have need of endurance. It says, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. So what's the promise? It's whatever you see in this Bible that God has told you you can have. And it's not going to come by natural means. It's not going to come by your senses, your five senses. It may not come uh, through what you can see, think, or feel, but it's going to come through your relationship and your trust and your hope in God. So you, ne- you have need of endurance. And in, in other words, you've got to hang in there. Can't quit just because it don't pop up the next day. Amen. See, this is the way the world does. And if it don't work, then they go to plan B. But you have to, you have to endure. The Bible says endure hardship like a good soldier. In other words, a good soldier don't quit. A good soldier has confidence in the Lord and don't cast it away. Amen. In other words, don't give it up. Don't throw it away. Just because you haven't seen what you want to see. You ain't been standing long enough. You know, some people, they do something for a month or two and they're done. Well, God, he ain't going to do it. It's because your heart is wrong. You got to get your heart right towards God. You you can't use him because he ain't Santa Claus. Amen. Some people like to yo-yo God around like he's like, you know, he's your big daddy. He's your father. You're his child if you're born again. Amen. You know, he's not Santa Claus. He's here to do whatever it is that you want him to do for you, but you got to prove out to him. And he don't care how many times you go to, to the world and get something done. It ain't going to last. And you'll be back. He says, I'm, I sure hope they'll stop this game and come to me. The Bible says, come to me, all those who are burdened and heavily laden, and I will give you rest. So God will put a rest and put an end to you robbing Peter to pay Paul. Are y'all here today? He'll give you peace, but most people don't want to try him. You know, they think it's a game. It's not a game. God is not to be played with. Not a game. Hallelujah. So don't fling away your confidence in God because there's great reward. There's great reward for serving God. And the world's going to tell you, you stupid. Amen. It's going to tell you all of these kind of things because this is not the way the world thinks. The world thinks totally different. Amen. But it says after you have done the will of God, you will receive the promise. What's the will of God? It's the will of God is whatever it is he has planned for your life. The will of God is his word. The word's got to be seen somewhere in your life. Yeah, you have to give up something to get something more. It's an investment. 
When you serve God, it's an investment. You're investing in the kingdom of God. Amen. And after you've done the will of God. Hallelujah. That's in verse 36. In other words, it says you need to endure. You need to be strong. That word endurance means some consistency. Not doing something for two or three weeks and expect God to pay off. It don't work like that. Now, it works like that in the world, but not with God. Amen. That word endurance means uh, perseverance and continuance, bearing up, being steadfast, holding out. Patience, endurance means you, you be patient with God because God is patient with you. He hasn't killed you for doing wrong. He hasn't killed you for thinking wrong. He hasn't killed you for being mean. So why can't we be patient with him? Amen. It's real quiet in this Presbyterian church. But it's still true. But we, you know, us Christians, we're some touchy people. Amen. But we need to have patience. Patience. That's why the Bible calls endurance patience. It says patience endurance. Because we need to endure hardships. In other words, when things don't go right, don't quit on God. Amen. Because he's the one person that don't throw you back when everybody else does. So you, need, you have a need of patience and endurance. So whatever is going on in your life, God can fix it, but give him a little bit of time. Amen. Hallelujah. And don't throw away, don't fling away. Your confidence like it's a thing. Flinging away your, like you just, hmm. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible says the just shall live by faith. That's not faith when you're so quick to want to quit on God. That's why you didn't get what you wanted. Because God is not mocked. Amen. Amen, Miss Nola. So you got to prove something out to God. you got to prove who you are. If you mean business, are you giving into the kingdom of God? See? We were talking yesterday about a reaction. Oh, you weren't here, were you? I missed you, Miss Nola. Um, a reaction. Well, Miss Pat was helping me out. A corresponding reaction. So if you are trusting God, there's a reaction, a corresponding reaction to what, how you're going to live, what you're going to do. Amen. Do you invest in the kingdom? Who do you hang around with? See, when you want something from God, you, you try to do the best you can do to shape up. If you're for real. Amen. Hallelujah. You got to live by faith. In other words, you got to trust God with some things. And then as you know and learn about him, give him a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. Trust your kids with him. You know, then trust your house note, all these things. You got to trust God. You just can't get them from God. It, God don't work like that. He just does. It. So verse 36, for you have need of endurance. 
So don't cast away your confidence in God. God is saying, look, maybe you don't have what you need right now, but don't cast me off. Because I'm going to bless you if you give me a chance, if you hang in there. I want to bless you. Amen. But you can't try God a little while and because he don't do what you want, you divorce him and then go on to another God like the heathen does. That's the way heathens do. Amen. But it says here in verse 36, it says, so that after you have done the will of God, you will receive the promise. Amen. What is the will of God? It's so many in this instance is having faith, showing him some faith, that corresponding action. When you have faith, you do something. You act a certain way. You talk a certain way. Amen? Hallelujah. You don't try to take advantage of people. The just shall live by faith. And you know, the Bible says, uh, Believers shall not make haste. You got to abide by these words. If you believe in God, you can't believe in God being in a hurry too. That's just not God. There's something underneath that's fueling this urgency. And then the Bible says what's not done in faith is sin. So there's a lot of unseen reasons why God may not be giving you what you want because you have to abide by all these laws. And if you don't know them, you can't abide by them. So get in your word. And that, that uh, you do that and it will speed things up because you become one with God. Amen. Hallelujah. You become one with God. Praise God. And so that word confidence, I don't know, did I give you the definition? To be convinced? See, when you give up your con- or fling away your confidence in God, you haven't been convinced that God's going to do nothing for you. So you go to man because you don't know him. That word confidence means to be confident, to trust it means to have an inward certainty. It's like, I know my God's going to supply all of my needs. I know he's going to do this. I don't feel it, but I know in my mind and in my heart, God's got to come through for me. Yeah, I've made some mistakes, but God is a forgiving God, and I've repented, and I know he's with me, and I know he's going to fix this. Amen? He's going to help me. See, that comes from in here. That don't come from nothing you see, think, or feel. But it comes from on the inside. Are y'all here today? Amen. Don't ever give up on God. I don't care how bad you screwed up. Don't ever give up on him because he is not giving up on you. And he never will. He never will. So don't you give up on him. If you want some things for him, you keep asking. The Bible tells you knock and keep on knocking. Ask and keep on asking. Amen. Disturb God's world until you get what you want. So don't fling away. Don't cast away your confidence in God and turn to something else. Don't put your faith and your hope and your trust in things. Don't do it. 
because God is with you. That word confidence also means to induce a change of mind by the use of argument. Do you, do you know you can convince yourself that this word is true? Amen. The Bible says casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And that means that when you hear these voices in your mind telling you that God ain't, he can't, he won't, cast it down. Tell the devil he's a liar. Amen. And if there's anybody in the natural that's telling you, oh, you ain't no Christian, you ain't going to get none from God, you leave them alone. Amen. Because that's the devil. And you go for yourself. Because there's a lot riding on you keeping your confidence in the Lord Jesus Christ. He's paid for everything that we could ever hope for. He's paid for everything that we could ever need. Amen. So don't give up on God. That's all this is about. Don't fling away your confidence like you fling an object away like this. That's how you fling. That's how people do God. Thank you, little Howard. (laughs) <laughs> thank you can't fling him away like he's, he's not real amen no you can't do that amen take the confidence out of things take the confidence out of mere man take the confidence out of money take your confidence out of whatever it is and put it into god invest make an investment in god amen hallelujah So stand fast and don't allow strange fire to creep in. Amen. And when the Lord gave me that, when I was writing my notes, I said, what the heck is that? I mean, I know what it is, but what's that got to do with anything? But I see a revelance here. It's strange fire. It's not the fire of the Holy Ghost. Amen. It's another fire. See? And you know when it's a fire because it's got you on the edge. Amen. Gotta, in other words, gotta have. Need, I got to have this. It's not God. Hallelujah. So stand fast and don't allow strange fire to creep in. Something sinful, that's what it is. Or something that you don't need. Something that may not appear to be what it is. Amen. Take your confidence out of mere man and put it back into God. Hallelujah. Make them come down. Make them come your way. Amen. The fire of the Holy Spirit is on the inside of us. See, that's something man can't take away from you. You can't take it away from yourself. And I don't want to. Amen. Holy Spirit is always going to be with you. That fire on the inside put there by God. Hallelujah. If you're born again. If you ain't born again, you don't know what I'm talking about. Amen. Put that fire, put that confidence back into God. And see, the fire of the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, that's a wealth inside of you. And you know what it does? It keeps you. It keeps you. That's why we always run back to God, because the fire of the Holy Ghost, it keeps pulling you. 
I don't care how much you mess up. That that fire keeps pulling you back to God, and that's a good thing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Good thing. Amen. I'll never leave you nor forsake you, so don't forsake me. Don't throw away, don't fling away your confidence in me because you have need of me. Amen. Hallelujah. So God will make a way if you have confidence in him. What is that confidence again? It's trust and it's an inward certainty. Even though things are not the way you want them to be, something on the inside keeps pulling you back, telling you God is going to do something for you. Amen? It tells you God hasn't given up on you. Amen? Hallelujah. It's a good thing. Amen. So we can't give that up. Amen. So stand, therefore, in the confidence of God. And don't allow the strange fire to come in. Amen. In other words, don't allow something to burn on the inside of you unless it's the Holy Ghost. It ain't the Holy Ghost. It's a strange fire. Well, y'all know what I mean. Do I have to talk? Talk. Amen. Let's go to Malachi 3. Did I finish that one? Yeah. Oh, you know what? I didn't finish. Let's go to, um, I'm gonna just, just going to read verse 30. I did 36. I'm jumping down to 38. It says, now he, now the just shall live by faith. I said that. But if anyone draws back, and that's what I want to say. Don't draw back. It says, because my soul has no pleasure in him. Don't draw back from God. Keep your confidence in him. Actually, it says, anyone that draw back in 39, it says, but we are not of those who draw back to perdition. Amen. That's to utter loss. In other words, God is saying that ain't you. You are not utter loss. Listen. You are not utter lost unless you totally give up on God. If you, if you fling away your confidence and you are totally done, then you're lost. But if you have not totally given up on God and cast away your confidence, you are not lost. Amen. Hallelujah. So this is why verse 39 says of Hebrews 10, it says, But we are not of those who draw back to perdition, but of, but of those who believe to the saving of our souls. See, God doesn't even see you like that. But it says if you are the type that draw back to perdition, then God is not happy with you. Amen. Hallelujah. So keep your confidence in God. Don't give up on him. I don't care what's going on. And don't try to get ahead of him. And we all do sometimes. Then fall back. Know how to withdraw. Amen. Hallelujah. Now let's go to Malachi 3. Malachi 3rd chapter. 
verse 17. And it says, And they will be mine, saith the Lord of hosts, on the day that I make them my jewels. Well, who's he talking about? He's talking about me and you. We're his jewels. Why? Because of that thing that's on the inside. Amen. That, that deposit that's on the inside of us. Amen. The Holy Ghost. It's worth money. It's worth its weight in gold. Amen. It makes you a jewel. It makes you a, a, a called out one. Amen. It makes you a royal priesthood and a holy nation. That's what you are. Amen. Now, why is God saying all of this? Because he wants you to think better about you. And stop acting like whatever. You got it going on because you don't without God. Amen. You don't without God. None of us do. In other words, without God, we are nothing. He makes us something. And he says that we're his rare jewels, his precious jewels. In other words, his treasure. Do you have the Holy Spirit in you? Then you have a wealth inside. Amen. Hallelujah. Malachi 3.17. So it says, you are, they shall be mine, saith the Lord of hosts, on the day that I make them my jewels, and I will spare them as a man spares his own son who serves him. And then you shall again discern between the righteous and the wicked. Between one who serves God and one who does not serve. Are y'all here today? See, when you have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, you have discernment. Can't be fooled. Amen. God gives you that discernment. Now, what did it say? It says, from the ones who serve and the ones that don't. Amen. So keep your confidence in God. Now, why is, why is God saying that in Malachi 17? Because he wants you to take your faith and your hope out of man who may not even be serving, but for real. See, people show you whatever they want to show you. But if you don't have that, that treasure on the inside of you, you won't know the difference until that day. Amen. So keep your confidence in God. Please don't cast him away. Don't fling him away. He will always make a way for us. He makes a way in the desert. Amen. He makes a way on earth. Wherever you go, he will make a way for you. So have confidence, trust, that inward certainty in him. Hallelujah. In other words, that scripture that says i'll (coughs) i'll make a way for you in the desert i'll make a way for you you know through the storm i'll be with you through the storm that means he clears the way he makes a way he clears the way or in other words picture a bulldozer removing a bulldozer going before you and all you got to do is follow it because it's clearing the way amen this is what god does for us every day if you don't throw away your confidence in him amen he sees stuff coming before it comes 
he saw that storm. He knew that storm was coming. That's why he did it. He wanted to show Peter and all of his buddies, his fishermen friends, they didn't have faith like they thought they did. Like he needed to show us sometime. But it's okay. Have your confidence in God, not in yourself. Not in your abilities. You're not in yourself that you can get what you need by yourself. Because that don't last. Amen. One hallelujah. So he clears the way. Amen. A spiritual bulldozer, I forgot. <laughs> but it removes obstacles out of your he removes people out of your way. Amen. That's what God does. So the will of God makes our way clear. So what is the will of God? It's for us to follow him, follow his plan and his purpose, not our own. Amen. He makes our path and our way clear. He has programmed us for success. God is not uh, planning anybody's downfall. But he does take care of your enemies. Amen. Because he's not mocked. Amen. But he wants success and, and good for everybody. Even these crazy people out in the world as sinners. He love them. He just don't like to sin. love the sinner, hate the sin. Amen. So God will pick us up and carry us on that spiritual bulldozer. Amen. So that we need to get serious. He wants us to get serious. And know and desire his will. In other words, trust him with your life. Trust him with your will. Because his will is good for us. His will is his plan. His will is his word. So we need to start trusting God with it. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go to Proverbs 3. Proverbs 3. Hallelujah. Verse and I'm sure you know it but we're going to go over it again and it says trust in the Lord with all of your heart that means don't cast him aside don't cast him away don't cast your confidence if you have confidence in somebody then you're trusting in them amen trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. You can't figure this thing out called the gospel. Because a lot of it is hidden away from carnal minds. Amen. It says in all of your ways acknowledge him. And he will direct your path. So what does that word direct mean? It means to be straight or right. Upright. Pleasing. Good. So he will straighten out the path of his servants with that spiritual bulldozer knocking obstacles out of the way amen he knew he knew that peter was going to walk on that water and he also knew that peter was going to lose hope and fall but he where was he? he was right there with his hand he'll be right there when you fall he's right there when i fall amen hallelujah god doesn't cast us away don't cast him away he doesn't fling us out of his life and don't fling him that's all this is about 
is teaching us how to have more confidence in him and in his word and what he's promised because the bible also says what he's promised he will surely bring to pass you can't believe part of the bible and not believe it all that's double called double-mindedness and then it says a double-minded man won't get anything from god you know why the bible says you unstable i'm just a messenger read your bible it says you unstable (laughs) it really does doesn't it say that hallelujah praise god so in all your ways know and recognize and acknowledge god and he will direct your path and make straight your way and then and uh it says in another uh i think in the amplified it says and he will make a plain path and turn away from evil and don't be wise in your own eyes people that think they're so clever god's got what you need how thank you it says lean on this is verse five of proverbs three lean on trust in and be confident in the lord with all of your heart and mind in other words you got to think right about god See, because you can be serving him, go to church every day. That don't matter. But you can think wrong about God and his people. Don't mean nothing. Amen. See, that's why God requires faith. He says anybody can go to church. In other words, you know what? It it was the demons. The Bible says demons tremble because they believe. And that word, I looked up that word tremble one time. You know what it says? It means they have goosebumps. (laughs) that's what it means goosebumps so in other words the devil believes that there's a god and they scared of him because they have goosebumps when or somebody that's anointed when they come around but that doesn't mean that their heart is right amen and this is why god requires a little bit more i know sometimes it seems like god is asking us for a lot but it's, it's a requirement for, for a purpose. Amen. And it's because a lot of people say they believe and they don't. So God says, show me. And if you believe him, you're going to show him something. So it says, lean on, trust in, and be confident in the Lord with all your heart and mind. And do not rely on your own insight. Are y'all here today? Or understanding. And that's when I was talking about things in the natural. Your senses. What your senses can relate to. God says don't rely on that. Because you can be wrong. I can be wrong. But if you have that fire on the inside of you. And you have that discernment. You ain't never wrong. Oh, Amen. <laughs> why? Because the Holy Spirit does your thinking for you. And that's why. Amen. That's why if you real. You won't throw away your confidence. I don't understand people that serve for so many years and then quit because they've cast, they've cast their confidence away in God. But he never cast us aside. I'll never leave you, nor will I ever forsake you. I'll never leave you. I'll never leave you. And this is what he keeps telling us. Over, I'll never leave you. Amen. And I'll lead and guide you by my precious Holy Spirit. Verse 6, it says, in all your ways, know, recognize, and acknowledge him, and he will direct and make straight and plain your path. 
Verse 7 says, and be not wise in your own eyes. That means quit thinking you know all the answers because don't none of us have all the answers. Amen. The only thing that has the answers is this Bible. Amen. And don't sit up and be listening to all that stuff. It's, it's noise. Amen. It's noise. But the only thing that counts is what the word says. Be not wise in your own eyes. Reverently fear and worship the Lord and turn entirely away from evil. It shall be health to your nerves and sinews and marrow and moistening to your bones. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 9. Honor the Lord with your capital. That's with your first fruit. And sufficiency. Because this is not a stick up. <laughs> Amen. It ought to be. But it ain't. And it says, and with the first fruits of all of your income. Amen. See, that's, you know why that's in here with casting not away your confidence? Because if you are still having confidence in God, if God is your hope, you're going to invest in his kingdom. That's just the way it is. That's why it's there, right there. And it says, honor the Lord with your capital and sufficiency from righteous labors and with the first fruit of your income so that your storage places will be filled with plenty and your vat shall be overflowing with new wine. Amen. It says, and my son, do not despise or shrink away from the chastening of the Lord, which people don't like. They don't like truth. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, it got quiet in here. It says, don't shrink back from the chastening of the Lord. His, and that's in parentheses, it says, his correction by punishment or by subjection to suffering by trial. In other words, don't be mad because you're going through some tough times. Amen. If you know God, and if you don't know God, worry. But if you know God, there's nothing to worry about. Because you have confidence in God. Amen. And you haven't cast it aside. Amen. It says, neither be weary or of or impatient about or loathe or abhor his reproof. See, you can't get mad about correction. That's what it's saying. It says some more here in the Amplified. It says in verse 12, for whom the Lord loves, he corrects, even as a father corrects the son in whom he delights. Happy, blessed, fortunate, and... What is that? Enviable is the man who finds skillful and godly wisdom and the man who gets understanding, drawing it forth from God. See, understanding and wisdom comes from God. It don't come from necessarily books and folks and books and folks. Amen. I mean, it's good to have. Don't get me wrong. And it's a necessity in this world. But it don't take the place of spiritual wisdom. Just can't. Amen. And it says in verse 15, well, the latter part of 14, it says, for, for the gaining of it, and this is drawing from the word of God, that's what's in the latter part of 13. 14 says, for the gaining of it is better than the gaining of silver. And the profit of it is better than fine gold. Skillful and godly wisdom 
is more precious than rubies, and nothing you can wish for is to be compared to her. Talking about wisdom. Because, see, if you got God's wisdom, you got it all. And you can't buy it. Money can't buy it. Money can't buy your class. Amen. In verse 18, it says, she is a tree. Talking about wisdom. She is a tree of life to those who lay hold of her. And happy, blessed, fortunate, and envied is everyone who holds her fast. The Lord the Lord, by skillful and godly wisdom, has founded the earth. We talked about that when he said, let there be, and there was. And he didn't see it. There was nothing to see. Nothing for him to say, oh, I want to make a building like the, the Trump Tower. It was nothing for him to go on. It came from the inside. That wisdom, that blueprint for life came from the inside. And if you're going to sustain, if you're going to hang in there in this evil world, because it's more evil days to come. I mean, people are taking alliances to, to ISIS, the terrorist group, every day. They're coming over in this country and nobody's stopping them. Amen. You know, read your Bible. (laughs) Hallelujah. 19, again, the Lord, by skillful and godly wisdom, has founded the earth by understanding. He has established the heavens. So he established the earth by understanding, not by a blueprint, not by looking at some other design, but he did it by understanding. Isn't that something? So if he can skillfully devise something by wisdom and understanding, so can you form it out of your mouth, just like he did. You know how I know? Because the Bible says greater works, greater things will we do. And I've given you you dominion, power, and authority, amen, on this earth, amen. He gave it to Adam and Eve, and, of course, they screwed it up, but he sent the son, Jesus, and he bought back everything, every privilege, every opportunity. To, In other words, you can decree a thing with your mouth, and it will be created. But don't look at it. in the. You can't see it before it happened in the natural. You just know it's going to happen because of what's on the inside of you, that treasure on the inside of you. Are y'all here today? Amen. It says, so by his knowledge, verse 20, the deeps were broken up and the skies distill the dew. And my son, let them not escape from your sight, but keep sound and godly wisdom and discretion. Amen. See, people can't take your wisdom from you or your knowledge. That's something you can't, they can't take. 22, it says, and they will be life to your inner self and a gracious ornament to your neck. In other words, your outer self. And you will walk in the way securely and in confident trust. And you shall not dash your foot or stumble. Amen. Now, what is this saying? It's saying if you keep your confidence in God. He won't let you dash your foot against a stone. Amen. Well, y'all will get it later, I guess. But I got it now. Amen. What is she talking about? 
Hallelujah. Verse 25, be not afraid of sudden terror and panic, nor of the stormy blast or the storm and ruin and ruin of the wicked when it comes, for you will be guiltless. For the Lord shall be your confidence, your firm and strong assurance, and shall keep your foot from being caught in a trap. Or some hidden danger. That's that snare. And withhold, verse 27, withhold not good from those to whom it is due. It's rightful owners. See, you can't take nothing from nobody. If you ain't the rightful owner, you can't have it. That's for all you thieves. Amen. (laughs) It won't happen. I heard somebody preaching one time, and he was preaching about things that are assigned to you. And he was saying, your blessing is assigned to you. Can't nobody take your blessing because it's got your name on it. It's assigned. I never thought of it like that. But blessings are assigned. Amen. Amen. Well, it just said that right there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why it says withhold not goods from those who is due. In other words, a workman is worthy of his hire. Are y'all here today? Verse 28, do not say to your neighbor, go and come again, and tomorrow I will give it when you have it with you now. Amen. (laughs) Go on and give them that cup of sugar and be done with it. Give them that roll of toilet paper. Give them that paper towel and be done with it. Well, it was my last one. Well, give it so God can bless you back with two. Bless you double because when she gets some, she's going to give you two rolls because you gave her a roll in such an emergency. Amen. It's called investing in the kingdom. Well, that's my last one. I ain't giving her nothing. Well, if you got some paper towel on your counter, it ain't your last one. Amen. It's your second to the last one. I remember Bridget came over one time, and she was out of paper towels. And she said, I ain't taking your last one. I said, take that. I said, I I got some. Because if I need them, taking hers. (laughs) When she ain't home. I'm going over there and get whatever, whatsoever I need. Amen. That's how it's done. Then God bless us with more. Amen. Give you the money. Give her the money to buy me more. Amen. Amen. Verse 30. Now listen to this. It says, contend not with a man for no reason. When he has done you no wrong. In other words, don't be picking. People love to pick. I don't know why. Love to have a issue. Issues. 31, it says, do not resentfully envy and be jealous of an un, what's that? unscrupulous grasping man. <laughs> man, grasping man. I don't know what that is. And choose choose none of his ways. In other words, don't be jealous of your neighbor. Amen. Somebody in the world, don't be jealous. Don't let your foot slip when you see the prosperity of the wicked. That's what it means. Don't be jealous of what people in the world has. Because the devil going to take it from them. Just sit tight. 
Amen. I didn't expect to go this far, Avis, but it's got a lot of good stuff. And let's see, where am I at? Where am I? It says, I'm in 30? 32. See, you don't be keeping up. Of course, I do, I do have your device. <laughs> it, says, it says in 32, it says, for the perverse are and the perverse are an abomination it says extremely disgusting and detestable to the lord it says but his confidential communion and secret counsel are with the uncompromising righteous amen those who are upright in and in right standing with him amen the curse of the lord is in and on the house of the wicked. But he declares blessed, and in parentheses is joyful and favored and blessings, the home of the just and the con- consistently righteous. That's you and me. Verse 34 says, Though he scoffs at the scoffers and scorns at the scorners, yet he gives his undeserved favor to the low in rank the humble, and the afflicted. Amen. Now, that don't mean you got to be down and out on your... That ain't what this is talking about, old carnal man. He's talking about people who have it, but don't go around lording over everybody. Amen. You live and treat people the same way you treat everybody. That's called humble, humility. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's see, where am I? I think I'm almost done. It says in verse 35, it says, The wise shall inherit glory, all honor and good. But shame is the highest rank conferred on self-confident fools. That means if you got, you got uh, confidence in you instead of confidence in God. Confidence in your abilities instead of confidence in God. Was that in, where was that, Malachi? Proverbs. Proverbs, it's, that was long. Yeah, we're in Proverbs. Proverbs 3, 5. Amen. That wore me out. But it was good stuff. Amen. So the will of God is his word, his plan, his purpose. That's the will for you. To know the will of God is to know him. You don't know him, you won't know his will. Amen. Hallelujah. And to trust that God will make a way. you got to trust that he'll make a way. Now what also is the will of God? The will of God is in 1 Thessalonians 3. 1 Thessalonians 3. Let me see where I'm at. Verse 2. First Thessalonians. It's almost time. We're almost leaving. Hang in there. <laughs> okay. What did I say? First Thessalonians four. I'm sorry. First Thessalonians four. Verse three. Okay. And it says, for this is the will of God, 
your sanctification, that you should abstain from, uh, what does that say? Fornication. My Bible says sexually, sexual immorality. Mm, that's just what it says. What does it say on yours, Amplified Avis? What? Where, where's, where are we at? Three, for the for this is the will of God that you that you should be consecrated, and that means separated. We know that, and set apart for pure and holy living, that you should abstain and shrink from all sexual vice. Okay. Well, I'm just a messenger. Don't shoot me. I can feel the daggers, and I don't care. Hey, I didn't write the Bible, but I'm sure going to preach it. Amen. Amen. Ephesians 5.17. Go there. That means outside of marriage, go sit down. It's just what it is. Ephesians 5. 17 and it says here therefore do not be unwise but understand what the will of the lord is and do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation but be filled with the spirit continually filled speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs singing and making merry melody in your heart to the lord it says don't be drunk Amen. Wow. I didn't know we were going to get into all this, but God knew it. Amen. Let's go back up to 15. It says, see then that you walk. This is the scripture I was looking for. (laughs) See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Because see, if you ain't wise, you you stupid. Amen. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. (laughs) Verse 16, redeeming the time. It says, buying up each opportunity. When you redeem the time, do you know you go through open doors, take advantage of opportunities that God has put before you. But if it ain't, and if it don't work, it ain't for you. Amen. Amen. And then some things God tell you don't mess with. You got to be cautious, but be wise. Use wisdom. Amen. In verse 17, therefore, do not be unwise, but understand that the, what the will of God is. Amen. And then verse 18 says, do not be drunk with wine. Amen. I know y'all don't like that one, which is, <laughs> which is dissipation. Let me see what the... What does that say in verse 16? Verse 16 says, making the very most of time, buying up each opportunity, because the days are evil. In other words, let me tell you what that means. Some people think that means, oh, I'm going to get my business. That means don't miss the opportunity to do something for God. Amen. You know how I know? Look at what follows. It says, because the days are evil. What's that got to do with you and your your money making. Honey, that means work for God while it is yet day. 
Because when night comes, no man can work. I'll serve him tomorrow. That don't cut it with God. I get serious tomorrow. This is what it's talking about. And it says, no, you don't have the, you know, redeeming the time. Because the days are short. God wouldn't tell you the days are short and tell, talk to you about a business. That's out of context. He's talking about, he says, because the days are evil. So you got to take every, uh, it could be a job or whatever. It don't say it ain't. But he's talking about working for God. Go witness to somebody. People need the Lord. They need that more than money. Amen. If they get God, they won't have money pressures. That's just the way it is. If he owned a cattle of, on a thousand hills, amen, the gold is his, diamonds are his, the pearls are his, and he knows underground where all of them are, and he ain't releasing that information to just anybody, but if you live right, he'll, he'll tell you where it is, if he favors and if he chooses to do that, but the days are evil. People get more deranged every day, and so you got to work for him, work for for him, the works that you have sent to work while it is yet day. Amen. Work the works of him that sent you. Because when nighttime comes, no man can work. Amen. Amen. In verse 17, therefore it says, do not be vague and thoughtless and foolish, but understanding and firmly grasping what the will of the Lord is. 18 says, and do not get drunk. Oh, boy. Did I read that once? Okay, let me skip. <laughs> it says, do not get drunk with wine. It says, it says, for that is debauchery. But, what is that? But ever be filled and stimulated with the Holy Ghost. And see, that's why it's telling you that. Because you need to be filled with the other kind of wine, the new wine. Amen. Hallelujah. So, 19, speak out to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, offering praise with voices and instruments and making merry melody with your heart to the Lord. Verse 20 says, in all times, at all times and for everything, giving thanks to the name of the Lord. Amen. And be subject to one another out of reverence for God. You know, you know how people do. Whatever. I ain't even going to bother with that today. Hallelujah. Then the others for marriage, married people. I ain't about to start no marriage fight up in here. <laughs> I'm going to give a sister a break today. Amen. Hallelujah. But it says, it says in the word to cast not your confidence. Keep your confidence in God. Even if man fail you, you still got God. And God, trust in God that he will change. Change your situation. Change people. Don't give up on God. Amen. I have another scripture. It's Isaiah 40. I'm almost done. So loosen up. Isaiah 40, verse 3. 
getting hot in here again. Isaiah 40, verse 3. It says, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, saying, Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted, and every mountain and hill brought low. Amen. The crooked places shall be made straight. Now, this is God telling somebody that's got a problem in your life right now. In the rough places, he'll make smooth. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Now, when God speaks, everybody has to stand back and let that voice be heard. Amen. Are you in the wilderness today? Do you feel like you're in the wilderness? It says, prepare the way of the Lord. In other words, God is coming to help you. So don't cast away your confidence in him. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't give up on him. Trust God with whatever you're being faced with. And see, he hears that. Now, let me say this to you. Isaiah 40, verse 3 is talking about that voice, that one that cries out in the wilderness. Wilderness experience is anything that you're experiencing that you need help with. That mere man cannot help you with. The Bible says that he hears that cry. And that cry is in the wilderness. It's like a wilderness experience where it's you and God. And God, only person can help you is God. And he's answering you right now. If you're listening, amen. And he's saying, prepare the way of the Lord. In other words, get ready for him to change your situation. Amen. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. In other words, prepare. Expect him to come and help you. Don't give up on him. Don't throw away your confidence in God. No matter what you've done. No matter how disappointed you are, those, those things in the secret place, amen, those situations that only God can change, those knuckleheaded kids that don't listen, don't give up. God says, I hear that voice, that cry in the wilderness. I hear it. He says, so don't throw away your confidence in me because I am here to help you, Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. See, the devil wants you to think, see, you, you, you done for. And that's a lie. You're not done for. It depends on what's on the inside of here. God, he answers and responds to that voice, that cry in the wilderness. Amen. You could be going through your wilderness experience. He doesn't care. He's going to answer you if you don't give up on him. Amen. And it says in verse 4, every valley shall be exalted and every mountain. You know, if mountains are problems, valley is a low place. Y'all here today? Every crooked place shall be made straight. That spiritual bulldozer is coming through to straighten everything out and clear the way for your miracle. If you're listening, if you believe it, 
Amen. If you want it. And all flesh shall see it together. In other words, he's going to show those naysayers that talk about you because you love God. And because you want to serve him. You see, he's going to show them. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Amen. So in other words, he says, I ended that. So be devoted to God. Prepare the way of the Lord. You know, prepare the way of the Lord means to get ready for your miracle. Look for it. That's why the Bible says, do you not see it? Do you not perceive it? Start thinking differently. That's how you prepare. And and leave people alone. Because they can't help you. Because they got bigger problems than you do. Amen. Just saying. The last scripture is Isaiah 45. Flip over. We'll push a button. 45 verse 2 and it says i will go before you and make the crooked place he's still talking about them crooked places you know the crooked place is a problem a little a little bump in the road that you want straightened out that's what it is he's talking to you today i don't know who this is for but it's for some it's for a lot of people i know that it's for me i take it too miss nola I receive it. I ain't too proud to beg. Amen. I ain't too proud to beg. When it's from begging God, I beg man nothing. But I will beg God for everything. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me, let's see, where was I? In 2, Isaiah 45, 2. I will go before you and make the crooked places straight. Amen. And I will break in pieces the gate of bronze and cut the bars of iron. That's these things that's been binding you. Amen. Hallelujah. Crooked places straight. Maybe that's that witty invention. That promotion, whatever. God, just look for a change. You ain't looking for it. It don't happen. See, some people are, well, God ain't done nothing. Well, your bad attitude, I I wouldn't, he ain't going to do nothing for you. Amen. says, I will give you the treasures of darkness, those hidden things. What treasures? Stuff you don't know about. What do you care as long as you can cash it at the bank? Because you wouldn't know if God told you. I don't care where it comes from. As long as it's got my name on it, I'm cashing it in. Amen. Hidden And hidden riches of secret places. Check that one out. So he says in three, I will give you the treasures of darkness. And then he says, and hidden riches of secret places. See, that's why it's best to trust God with whatever you're trying to do. Because you can't see everything that's going to roll into this big blessing of yours. Amen. He put the idea in your head. I'm telling you, all, sometimes all God wants us to do is start out in the right direction. And he will come in. 
and he'll put his hand on what you're doing and it's going to be better than you ever could imagine and you couldn't even have asked him for this because you didn't know nothing about it (laughs) and that's why he does things he uses the simple things to confound the wisdom of the wise you don't know how this thing you don't know all the details i don't worry about details because at the right proper time god's going to show them to you that's called faith you you don't you can't roll out a red carpet and you know know every now this is going to happen it ain't going to happen nothing like what you're saying because his thoughts are not your thoughts his thoughts are higher and better and sure don't throw away your confidence in god don't give him up for nothing amen hallelujah because he still loves you he's still with you and you still gonna see miracles from him it says an even hidden hidden riches of secret places that means you don't know where it's coming from well don't nobody owe me no money how you know see them the kind of people don't get nothing because they gotta be on well you know it's out there amen everything is god the gold is his did you know that all the land is his the bronze is his the silver is his all the pearls he knows where all that stuff is amen man don't but he does that you may okay hidden riches of secret places that you may know that you may know that i the lord who call you by your name and the god of israel amen see he wants you to know this is why god does stuff like this so man can take his hands off of stuff all you got to do is stay with god don't fling away your confidence in him throw him away like a dirty dish rag because he don't do us like that amen and see when we were nutty and crazy we did that but God, when you repent that's gone and see god does, he's not like man see man keep long and the satan keeps long accounts writing down every don't forget nothing wrong you do god ain't like that amen once it's repented it's like it never happened he said he throws everything that you repent into the sea of forgetfulness and he doesn't throw it up in your face 10 years later 20 he don't do that that's not the god that i serve the god that i serve he loves us he forgives us he makes crooked places straight crooked places whatever ain't right today he's gonna straighten that stuff out amen if you believe it if you believe it see this don't work for unbelievers that's why i call it believers amen psalm 119 105 says your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path amen so god illuminates your steps as you walk with him you don't tell god show me first that it don't work like that you show him something show him your faith amen hallelujah and then he calls people double-minded amen he says but love my law my law anyway psalm 119 133 psalm 119 133 
says, direct my steps by your word and let no iniquity, iniquity have dominion over me. Now, see, this is somebody that's honest and know that they're vulnerable to messing up. Did you know you could ask God to help you? Amen. The will of God. What is the will of God? Number one, again, the will of God is his word. He walks with his word. He will never, and his word will never return unto him void. He says that his word will accomplish that which he pleases. So if you pray in the word of God, it will accomplish that which he pleases. Amen. Number two, salvation is his will for you always. Number three, to be filled with the Spirit continually. And if you're not filled with the Spirit, you need to get filled with the Spirit. And, and see, people who don't have peace, they ain't filled with the Spirit. Filled with another Spirit. <laughs> Number four, sanctification. The will of God for us is our sanctification, to be set apart. And that's why it says the latter part of that, remember we read it. It says to flee fornication, and that is his will. It's like that in three or four different places. It's very important to him. And And number five, his will is to direct our path when we pray. So to know God's will is to do his will. To do his will is to obey and be a doer of the word, not just a hearer only. Amen. And he'll direct your path. But don't cast away your confidence in God. Don't turn away from God. Don't throw him away. Because he has not thrown us away. No matter how bad we've messed up, he'll take us back. He takes us back. He takes us back. And the Bible says he shows us great and mighty things that we know not. Amen. Hallelujah. Why don't we stop? So, Father, we thank you for your word. Amen. We bless you. We lift you up, Lord God. Father, we thank you for another opportunity that you always give us another chance. But we know that the days are evil and time is short. And so, Lord, we want to take you at your word. And we want to cast not our confidence in you. Cast it not. Cast not our confidence in God. Don't fling him away. Don't fling him away. Don't cast him away. Don't give up on God. Don't replace God with mere man. Because God can do exceedingly and abundant. He outweighs man any time. So we won't cast him away. Hallelujah. And we thank you, Father. We thank you for your word. I thank you for the people here today. And Lord, I ask that you bless them exceedingly and abundantly above all they could ever ask or think according to the power that's in them. And we thank you, Father. And we bless you. In the name of Jesus. If there's anybody that needs prayer, I can pray for you before we go. Amen.